Hello, and welcome back to another episode of the Truth Seekers Podcast. A truth seeker is someone who wants to know the truth. They search for what's true, and they won't rest until they find it. I am a truth seeker, and if you are too, then you've come to the right place where we will search for truth each week in the stories of the Bible. In our last episode, we learned about a boy named Samuel. Samuel had been brought to live in the temple of the Lord at Shiloh to serve the Lord all his life. His mother, Hannah, had made a vow or a promise to the Lord that if he gave her a son, she would give him back to the Lord to serve him all his days. Samuel lived at the temple and learned under the high priest Eli. One night, Samuel heard the Lord speak his name. Do you remember what Eli told Samuel to say to the Lord? That's right. Samuel learned to say, Speak, Lord, your servant is listening. Have you been practicing saying that to the Lord this week? We can all learn to say, Speak, Lord, for your servant is listening. We also learned that Samuel served at the temple with Eli's two sons, Hophni and Phinehas. Eli's sons were not good men. They stole the food offerings from the Israelites and did wicked things before the Lord. It was during this time that the Israelites went to war against one of their greatest enemies. Do you know who this could be? If you said the Philistines, you are correct. The Philistines were a group of people that worshipped false gods, and they were very violent, warfaring people. They were constantly attacking Israel in order to take their land away from them. One day, the Israelites went out to fight against the Philistines. The Israelites camped on one side of the battlefield, and the Philistines camped on the other side of the battlefield. Now I know what you are thinking. You are probably thinking, no problem, those Israelites have the Lord on their side. They always win. Surely they will win against the Philistines this time. Well, sadly, the Philistines sent out their forces of soldiers to meet the Israelite soldiers. And as the battle spread, Israel was defeated by the Philistines. They lost. The Philistines took about 4,000 of their Israelite soldiers on the battlefield. What happened? Wasn't God with them? Had God forgotten the Israelites? When the soldiers returned to camp, the elders of Israel asked, Why did the Lord bring defeat upon us today before the Philistines? We have an idea. God's presence dwells in the most holy place behind the curtain in the temple. Let us take the Ark of the Covenant and bring the Ark from the temple in Shiloh so that it may go with us and save us from the hand of our enemies. The Israelites were probably thinking of the times before when Joshua led the people into Jericho with the Ark of the Covenant going before them. Surely this time, if they had the Ark of the Covenant, then God would help them win against their enemies. So the people sent men to Shiloh, and they brought back the Ark of the Covenant of the Lord Almighty, who is enthroned between the two golden cherubim angels on the top of the Ark. 
and Eli's two sons, Hophni and Phinehas, were there with the Ark of the Covenant. When the Ark of the Lord's Covenant came into the camp, all Israel raised such a great shout that the ground shook. They shouted and cheered because the Ark of the Covenant was with them in their midst. Hearing the uproar, the Philistines asked, What's all this shouting in the Hebrew camp? When they learned that the Ark of the Lord had come into the camp, the Philistines were afraid. A god has come into the camp, they said. We're in trouble. Nothing like this has happened before. Woe to us! Who will deliver us from the hands of these mighty gods? These are the same gods who struck the Egyptians with all kinds of plagues in the desert. Now you see, the Philistines had heard the amazing stories of the times when God had delivered the Israelites from the hands of the Egyptians and parted the waters of the Red Sea. But they did not know this God, the one true God. Because they worshipped many gods, many false gods, they assumed that the Israelites worshipped many gods too. They did not believe in the one true and living God of the Israelites. They said to each other, Be strong, Philistines. Be men, or you will be subject to the Israelites as they have been to you. Be men and fight. So the Philistines fought. And what do you think happened this time when the Israelites went out to battle? Do you think they won the battle this time now that they had the Ark of the Covenant with them? Sadly, the Israelites were defeated again and every man fled to his tent. There was a great loss of soldiers in Israel that day. But not only that, truth seekers, the Philistines captured the Ark of the Covenant. How could this happen? How could the Ark of the Covenant, where the presence of God dwelled, be captured? And do you know what else happened that day? Sadly, Eli's sons, Hophni and Phinehas, died. Oh, true seekers, why did this happen? Wasn't God with them? Well, you see, the Israelites had become so wicked themselves, they had turned their backs on God. They had started worshiping false gods, just like the Philistines. And we know that Hophni and Phinehas, the men who were supposed to be the spiritual examples and leaders among the people, were even wicked themselves. Even though they took the Ark of the Covenant with them into battle, they were just using it like a magic charm. They were trying to use God to get what they wanted and win. But God will not let himself be used like that. Their hearts were evil and wicked, and so God did not go with them into battle. He allowed the Ark of the Covenant to be captured to show the Israelites that it was not about the Ark after all. It was about knowing God and having a close and personal relationship with Him where they trusted Him and obeyed Him. That same day, an Israelite ran from the battle line and went to Shiloh, his clothes torn and dust on his head. When he arrived, there was Eli sitting on his chair by the side of the road watching because his heart feared for the ark of the Lord. He knew the importance of the ark and was afraid for it to be gone. When the man entered the town and told everyone what had happened, the whole town sent up a cry. Eli heard the outcry and asked, What is the meaning of this outcry? 
The man hurried over to Eli, who was 98 years old and whose eyes were set so that he could not see. The man told Eli, I have just come from the battle line. I fled from it this very day. Eli asked, What happened, my son? The man who brought the news replied, Israel fled before the Philistines, and the army has suffered heavy losses. Also, your two sons, Hophni and Phinehas, are dead, and the Ark of the Covenant has been captured. When he mentioned the Ark of God, Eli fell backward off his chair by the side of the gate. Sadly, when he fell, he broke his neck and died, for he was an old man and heavy. He had led Israel forty years. The wife of Phinehas was about to have a baby, and when she heard the news that the Ark of the Covenant had been captured and that her husband and her father-in-law had died, she was so overcome with despair and heartache that she named her baby Ichabod. Can you say Ichabod? It was a sad name and a sad day indeed, for the name Ichabod means the glory of God has departed from Israel. She said, The glory has departed from Israel, for the ark of God has been captured. Ichabod would remind the people of Israel of the day the ark of the covenant was captured. Dear True Seekers, I know you may think this is a very sad story we heard today. Normally we hear of God delivering the Israelites from their enemies and rescuing them. Never in a million years would they have thought that an enemy army would be able to capture the Ark of God. The very same God who had parted the Red Sea and who had given them manna and water in the desert seemed to have left them. The truth is, God had not left them. God was still with them, but he had withheld his power to help them win this time because of their sin. The Israelites had sin in their hearts before the Lord that was evil in his sight. Before God could use them and give them the victory, they had to have their hearts right before him. You see, God longs for us to obey him as a child would obey their father. He longs for us to worship him and him only. The Israelites had forgotten their relationship with God as their father. We should never look to God as something or someone who just gives us whatever we want whenever we ask. That would be using God, and God will not be used. How would you feel if your friends only came to you whenever they wanted you to do something for them? God wants all of our hearts and our full love and devotion. He wants our friendship. As we worship Him, love Him, and obey Him, He will go before us and fight our battles for us. Don't worry too much about the Israelites. God would still be with them, and they would still have many lessons to learn. But in the end, God would send His only Son, Jesus, to make a way possible for all of us to know God fully. Jesus made a way possible for God's presence to live in our hearts, and He helps us to obey Him and follow Him. If you have Jesus living in your heart, you don't have to fear that he will ever leave you. If you feel you have sinned and maybe you feel far away from God, guess what? All you have to do is draw near and ask him for forgiveness. That's what Jesus offers us, forgiveness of sin and the love of our Father. 
If you'd like to read today's story in your Bible, you can find it in 1 Samuel chapter 4. If you want to find out what happens to the Ark of the Covenant and what Samuel will do now that Eli is gone, then you'll just have to listen to next week's episode. Let me pray with you before we go. Dear Father, first of all, we want to tell you how much we love you. Thank you for sending your son Jesus to die on the cross for our sins so that we can always come to you and ask forgiveness when we sin and make mistakes. The Israelites had sin in their hearts and did not seek you first. They worshiped false gods. Father, we ask you to forgive us of any sin that may be in our hearts that is keeping us from you. Thank you that the blood that Jesus shed on the cross covers us and washes us clean. We can stand before you in your presence holy and accepted by you. Thank you for forgiving us and for going before us to fight our battles. We always put you first and we seek a relationship with you. You are our very best friend. We know that you give us what we need, but most importantly, you are there to talk with us and we can know you like a father. We thank you for that and we love you so much. Amen. Thank you so much for joining me this week, Truth Seekers, and I look forward to our time together next week.